0: Hi, everyone. Uh, we're back after our three-year hiatus with the, we, with the Game Guys podcast. We sound different because we've gone through puberty. Yep, yeah, finally. It's about time. Um, so we've, we've got a lot to talk about. We've been meaning to make a new episode of this for, well, for three, three years. years. But it, it never happened because we're, we're busy with school and stuff. Um, we maybe are procrastinating high school students. Yeah, maybe maybe at some point during those three years, we, we could have stopped what we were doing for an hour and talked about video games for a little bit, but we, we didn't. talked about doing this, but we never got we, to do it. Yeah, we, we probably put more effort into trying to do it than we ever would have actually doing it what I no, said didn't make any sense, but that's okay. Our homes. Yep. Quarantine has, has motivated us to make another podcast. Hopefully I don't say anything stupid, but I probably oh, wow. will. Yeah. Uh, that, that tends to happen whenever we're being recorded. That tends to happen when we're not being recorded. I'm just full of stupid stuff that I'm waiting to spout out, but we do have a lot of news today. Uh, Last of Us Two came out yesterday, obviously. Uh, So we're going to give our first impressions on that. We've I've played through uh, probably about halfway through going on uh, IGN's guide. You are. uh, I haven't looked at a guide either. I just wanted to see how how far I am into the game. I didn't actually read it, but I'm I'm about halfway through. You're ahead of me. Yeah. Uh, the museum go through and look at stuff more than you do and get resources yeah you're searching for like are you trying to get all the trading cards and stuff still oh yeah i want to get all the trading cards but it's going to take me a couple playthroughs to 100% the game if i want to yeah um whenever i uh i want to focus on the story this playthrough and then because i i tried to look for like trading cards and stuff and then i I just got tired of it and i I wanted to know what would happen next in the story so i i kind of abandoned that i'm gonna go through differ because we were talking earlier you were saying you had trouble at the tv station because you didn't have ammo my thing is i'll look around in every building i can cross and be like all right this is technically survival horror game resources are limited I'm going to look mm-hmm. everywhere I can for more ammo, so whenever there is a big story-related thing, I can be prepared for it. Right, unlike you. yeah, i'm I'm almost never prepared. i'm My play style is more is more that of like Assassin's Creed, where I'm sneaking around and killing people, not because I think that's more fun, but because that's what I have to do because I don't have any ammo. Um, I, I mean, even in Assassin's Creed, like Black Flag, my, my main strategy was just run in and get as many enemies coming after me as possible and then just kill them with counters. That, mm, that kind of takes away from the name, Assassin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were, they, were still, they were still like the tailing missions and stuff. I did those normally.
1: but What other way is there to do them? uh abnormally and then you fail and then have to redo it.
0: That's just being bad at the game. Yeah. Um anyways, uh we've got our first impressions of The Last of Us Two. The PS5 was revealed uh along with a whole bunch of games, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, there were there were a couple of big games revealed. So mm-hmm. there was a the new Spider Man. A new I'm horizon, cool. new ratchet and clank. We'll we'll so, talk about all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyberpunk was delayed. Again, we'll, we'll give our thoughts on that. Again, Star Wars Squadrons was announced, and Crash Bandicoot Four was leaked. So we've got a lot to talk about. But I I think I want to start out with the PS Five reveal. All right. So so. so I was watching this live Mm -mm. because I was very, very excited for it because are, have you decided what your uh, what console you're going with for sure? I'm definitely going to try to go PlayStation. Okay. That's, that's definitely what I'm going. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for like Halo and stuff, Mm -hmm. but Microsoft's already said that, uh, at least for the first year all two their games years, are going to be I think it was 2 years too but I don't want to be wrong I know they're gonna continue for, to support the Xbox one because they want it to be like I remember seeing a thing about it they were saying they don't want like they want it to be kind of a family thing when the family feels like they're ready to move up to a new console or something so you don't feel pressured or whatever right. which honestly I think might be a good move on their part yeah. Even though the PS five is projected to sell more units than the Xbox Series X, like PlayStation usually sells more units than Xbox does whenever console releases come out. But mm-hmm. that's just well, the thing. I think I think uh, I think a lot of what's gonna put Playstation on top is that the way that Microsoft's going about this new generation of consoles is so confusing. Like, when they first showed off the Series X, they were like, okay, here's the Series X. And then, like, a week later, they were like, no, it's just called Xbox. It's not Series X. The Series X is the line of Xboxes. It's just called Xbox. And then everyone was like, so you went Xbox to Xbox 360, back to Xbox One, so we can't call the original Xbox Xbox One. And now Xbox Xbox One 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 to Xbox One X... And then just we've we've came full circle now to Xbox. I'm gonna call it Series X because it's easier. That's what I'm doing. Um, what what do you think about the design of the Series X? Just while we're on the topic of it, it's a big rectangle. <laughs> what can I really say? I like it. I, I think it looks cool. Um, I think the PlayStation design looks way cooler. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that in a minute so yeah it's definitely ps5 for me yeah something with playstation and xbox 2 as well the new playstation controller that they reviewed it seems amazing in my opinion yeah yeah the the dual sense like they've got the the haptic feedback on mm-hmm. the triggers I'm, I'm super excited for it so am i and then from what I've seen with Xbox, their controller is just going to be a regular Xbox controller
1: again, right? I mean, I haven't looked too much into the Xbox side of things, but from what I can tell, yeah.
0: Um, Xbox, all the like future Xbox games won't mm. only be on Xbox One, they'll also be on PC. So, oh. I'm, I'm probably going to be playing Halo Infinite on PC. Because that's, I never play Xbox One. Something I just remembered with Xbox as well, their new, I think it's like Smart Play or whatever, but basically what Mm -hmm. it is is, say, Smart Delivery. Yeah, Smart Delivery. So, say, just because it's on the top of my head, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, for example, gets, you know, a Series X version as well on disk or whatever. You can, right. and you get the Series X, you can just put in your Xbox One version of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it'll already right. be optimized for that because that's their thing. If you <laughs> get it and it's on both, then whatever console you put the disc in, your game will be optimized for that console. So, Xbox One game that's on Series X, put it on, put in the Xbox One disc, it's optimized for Series X. No right. having to go and get a new disc or download the game digitally on there in order to play the best version of the game. Which, in and, my opinion, and, is a smart move on Xbox's part, whereas PlayStation is leaving it up to the developers on whether or not they want to do right. that. And, and a lot of developers are, uh, more more than I thought, would be willing to. Like yeah. Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. The well, CD so, Projekt is doing Cyberpunk. it. It's coming out so close to release date of the consoles well now. Yeah. So if people want to go ahead and get Cyberpunk before the PS5 comes out,
1: then they can, and mm-hmm. not have to worry about getting it for PS5 as well. Right. The best version. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I I think that.
0: I think that what what's gonna happen is we're gonna end up seeing a whole lot more developers utilize this smart delivery for PlayStation than we're hearing about now. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I, I don't I don't really know why. I just think it it makes sense for them to do that because
1: not necessarily
0: uh, because it would make more sense for them to just make a new disc on yeah, Xbox. so they would get more. But but here's the thing, if I mean, if I buy Valhalla for PS4, I'm not going to buy it again on PS5. I'm just going to play it on PS4. And I know that there are people that would do that. There are, because if a game has a really devoted fan base, there's always going to be people, Mm -hmm. or members of the fan base, highly devoted to the franchise. Yeah. Well, I mean, the same thing happened with the first Last of Us it came out on ps3 towards the end of the lifespan and
1: then they remastered it for ps4 and bundled it with all the dlc and stuff i don't know so i'll be back
0: so we need to uh we're going to go ahead and start talking about the ps5 reveal um the the specific games that were revealed they they started out the show uh with a with a new Rockstar game. And by a new Rockstar game I mean a port of an old Rockstar game
1: which is GTA five. Which <laughs> I remember six years old. Something like that, twenty thirteen. So yeah, about that. About seven. But I might be wrong, it might not have been twenty thirteen. Anyways. Um it came out on PS3, then
0: but it was like it was towards the end of the lifespan. So, you know, of course it's gonna
1: be ported to PS4. Um now we're at the end of the PS4's lifespan and we're getting
0: a GTA 5 port to PS5, which you know that, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know, that doesn't... GTA
1: might rival Skyrim, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, GTA Five might become the next Skyrim. Um, I don't think we can handle it. No. I, the funniest part about all this is I'm still going to buy it. Um, because,
0: you know, it is a good game. Like, they could be doing this with a crappy game. I guess they couldn't, because then they wouldn't be able to milk it, but...
1: I was so, so excited the <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they keep
0: they keep milking all that they can out of it and I wouldn't even be I'm not disappointed in it but when the showcase started off and like I saw that Rockstar logo I got so excited like it could have been anything oh, you know apparently. oh boy Oh boy, GTA 6
1: or or Bully 2 or Eleanor 2 or you know anything. And then and then you know I it started to look a little bit like a GTA game. And I was like, is this the GTA 6 reveal? And then uh we saw all the GTA 5 characters, and then my next my
0: next thought was like well, is this like a story DLC? Because we still haven't gotten anything like that for GTA Five. You know, GTA Four, there were a couple of different uh, uh story. they claim to fame is online. It's the online GTA Online, which is why they've done a bunch of download uh updates for online. And they right, they keep adding on to that, mm-hmm. but. What I would like is like a story DLC because I love the GTA 5 story. Um, You know, GTA 4 4 had a couple of them, you know, Ballad
1: of Gay Tony, Lost in the Damned, Um, all those. And Red Dead had Undead Nightmare. You know, Rockstar
0: is really good with making these story DLCs but GTA 5 still doesn't have one and you know they obviously care about it because they're still making they're still updating GTA
1: online because people still play it, mm-hmm. and um, updating it. people are going to be less inclined to play it I feel like right that's true I, I mean it, like I said we could be a lot worse off it could have been a crappy game that they're porting, or that they're milking the crap out of.
0: But you know, it, it's GTA Five. I'll buy it. <laughs> um, there it was special edition or whatever. I guess they're bringing some of the online DLC to single player. Uh, it's still not a story DLC, but it's just you can do more
1: in the single player. I from what I gathered from that trailer, I don't know. And they're also giving away uh, GTA Online cash for every month until the PS5 version releases. I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to buy it. Uh, The next reveal
0: was Spider-Man Miles Morales. I know you're really excited for this one.
1: I am, too. 100% Spider-Man. Yeah. I need to do that. That's, that's the next one I'm planning on doing. The Platinum I presented um, it twice,
0: technically, because before they came out, with I think it was the third DLC for it. There was trophies for the DLC and trophies for the main game. Then they released the third DLC. They added two trophies for the main game. And I'm like,
1: dang, I have to do these now. Which I wasn't complaining. I love the game. So... Yeah. But uh, this new game isn't a Spider-Man 2. No, uh, they've like they've been fell. So they've compared it to like Uncharted: Lost Legacy, where it's it's not a full sequel. It'll it'll be a little bit shorter in size. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm excited to get
0: any new Spider-Man content because. Oh yes, I am. I mean, the first game was was so much fun. But, I mean, the story was fun, and then just going around solving or <laughs> just beating up random thugs on the street. I also like swinging. Around. It was so fun. That's why I didn't
1: really use the fast travel. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was a. A big reveal.
0: Then, then they got into a little bit uh, a little bit more boring stuff. I mean, and I don't say that in a bad way. Uh, racing games are fun, but they they aren't really that fun to watch. Uh,
1: anyways, they they shut off Gran Turismo Seven, which features a campaign mode, which is a little bit interesting. Uh, I think we need to see a little bit more of what that's going to entail before I'm making any decisions about it. But it does, based on the trailer, it does look really, really realistic. Um, unfortunately, it was probably the most boring part of the presentation. They didn't even pick,
2: like, background music for it. It was just, like, driving do do? for, like... No, they didn't. There was no. I mean, maybe
0: parts of the trailer, but there was. I remember there were a lot of the trailer was just long segments of just driving. Uh, but I mean, it's gameplay. They showed off gameplay, unlike uh, most of the Xbox showcase. So, music and games is a huge important thing because it's been proven with studies and everything that. Video game music, or most video game music, can help you focus because that's what they want you to do. Right. They want you to focus on the game. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So having music that will help you focus on the game will help you or will make you more inclined to play the game for longer. Well, and going back to GTA, whenever whenever I was picking the GTA, I would turn it on, uh I would turn on the radio and just cruise around for hours. Well, not hours at a time, but like for like thirty minutes to an hour or so, I would just cruise around Los Santos listening to the different radio stations. There are a couple of songs on there that are uh definitely not something they aren't songs that I would normally listen to. See, but I'm just... when you're immersed in the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When
1: you're immersed in the game, they're they're actually pretty good. See, I typically turn off the radio and play my own music. Yeah, I that's what I did with Just Cause Three whenever I was big into that. But like, like I don't listen to rap, but I I loved uh,
2: listening to Kendrick Kendrick Lamar stuff on there. I mean, I wouldn't listen to that normally, but it's it's fun. It's fun to play video
1: games and listen to music. Whatever, there's not like a big story based game
0: that I'm playing. I'll just put in earbuds and listen to music or, like, podcasts or something. Oh, yeah. The next game I'm more excited for than you, I guarantee you. Um, Unless you wanted to talk a little bit more about Gran Turismo,
1: I, I don't think you do. I don't play racing games. Yeah. Um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I am excited about uh, that, but you're definitely more excited for it than me. Yeah. So I I really like Ratchet and Clank games. I I like platformers in gen- general, but this one, like, if you haven't already, I I I want I implore you to look up a comparison
0: between the Ratchet and Clank PS4 game and the the trailer the gameplay from the trailer for the PS5 game because it's such a big jump, it's insane. Yeah. I've seen screenshots and, of the trailer, and then I've seen gameplay of the one for PS4. So, right, it's a huge jump, and the load times are like instantaneous. Oh, that's the like thing with the PS5, though. It's,
1: right, is one of the big things with it. I mean, barely any load time, and I'm sure the same is true with Series X. Developers are gonna have to find a new place to put tips for when you die. Yeah. Um, But, like, in the trailer we saw Ratchet and Clank They would, like, be in one world and then jump through a portal and then, like, within a second they
0: would be in another world completely without any loading at all. Like, at one point in the trailer, I think I noticed, like, it froze up while they were in the portal, but you know, it wasn't anything that would be noticeable if you're playing and not looking for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm definitely super excited about that. Another thing about the uh, Ratchet and Clank game is that there was a uh, a female Lombax in the trailer. And we so, know she's female because she's a different color than Ratchet. <laughs> yeah, she's like
1: white and blue. So, Insomniac, the developers of Ratchet and Clank, tweeted out and said that uh, well, their tweet says play as Ratchet and
0: a mysterious new female Lombax from another game. Yeah. Yeah. You she's a playable character mm-hmm. in this new game, which is kind of so I, I think it's cool, you know. Line? that's what I'm trying to figure out but like I'm looking at the screenshot right now Mm -hmm. and there's
1: I I don't see anything but you know you don't really see your back and that's where Clank hangs out on Ratchet she does have like a mechanical arm that's cool Uh, Some inside her arm or maybe her version of Clank just wasn't with
0: her at the moment maybe Uh, I'd say that's What happened? Because they are. It does say that it's from another dimension. So Mm -hmm.
2: if there's a female ratchet, then there's got to be a female. Like, um,
0: the I'm reading from IGN. It says the internet took a shine almost immediately to the new hero who wields a hammer and dons a pair of flight goggles with some dubbing her
1: ratchet. I I mean I think that's pretty cool. I'm not no, gonna play I'm still right gonna play as Ratchet but feminized names for characters. Yeah. Like are you are you talking about like
0: Bowser? I forgot about that. I was just talking about Ratchet and then they don't play Ratchet.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just the internet sure is already coming up with feminized names. I mean I probably be on bad, but still. Yeah, as a collective. <laughs> well, what? I mean, what would her name be? Other than that, is Nikki? Yeah,
0: but Ratchet Ratchet Klank has has kind of a name recognition already. You also at said at least a PlayStation like version No one from another dimension, right? Not just a female version of Ratchet from another dimension. Yeah. I mean, if it was a female Lombax from a... If it was a female version of Ratchet from another dimension, then I could see it, but just calling her Ratchet because it's a female Lombax from another dimension... Well, what makes me think that is that from another dimension, like, she could be a Lombax from this dimension, right? I mean, Mm -hmm.
1: just the fact that she's from another dimension makes me think that she's, like the counterpart to ratchet in that dimension. But I don't know. I mean that's that's a big I mean it's called Rift Apart. It's about traveling in between dimensions. So uh
0: the next game is called Project Athia. Uh it's by Square Enix and Luminous Productions. It What's this says now? I haven't seen this dream. Uh if this is the one that I'm thinking of.
1: Coming across the the audio. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely the ad was definitely coming across the audio. That's okay. Um it I'm pulling up a video of it right now. Yeah,
0: so it it looks sort of like a, a tomb raider-ish. Game mixed with like Horizon mm-hmm. and with Dragons, and it's designed exclusively for PS5. To uh, me, um, I, I do want to see a little sure. bit more. I've got a team Horizon Zero Dawn and Dragons, from what you told me. Yeah. Well, it's definitely it looks interesting. I think I want to see a little bit more of the story to to make sure that I'll be interested. Uh, next game is Stray. This one I am like this is a launch day purchase for me. Uh, it's so so the trailer had a bunch of robots and they were doing like human stuff, but there were no humans anywhere.
1: Right, so they were like shopping and. Fixing other robots that and they made it look like a haircut, but like in the bottom of the screen there's like a cat crawling around. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the trailer, the cat like jumps into the into the light and you you see it in all of its
0: glory and it it, it really does look amazing. Um and I think that this game's going to show off a lot of the PS5's graphical power.
1: And also, you get to play as a cat. I mean, I mean, supposedly. You're a cat and solve crimes. I, it says. I don't know
2: if he saw crimes. I mean, it's. It says here. This is what uh, GameSpot says. It says.
0: Annapurna Interactive revealed a robot-focused game called Stray set in a world where humans have died off. Cats, however, are still in abundance, and the robots appear to be replacing humanity in their old roles. It sports a neon-infused aesthetic, and the adorable kitties wear backpacks. It's coming into Speaking of cats, mine's trying to get in my room. Uh, So if you hear, I don't know, they're outside of my door, I can't tell. So if you hear knocking on my door, that's what that is. Uh, it's coming in 2021, so we'll have to wait a little bit for that. But it it definitely looks cool. Um, a new Sony franchise was revealed. It's developed by Housemark. And it's called Returnal. I know that you haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> he really wants in my room. I know you haven't seen the trailer for this one. Uh, but it
1: it looks a lot like Death Stranding, but with more uh unique environments. Mm-hmm. And she, so she's, it's like she's an astronaut on this planet. And it's kind of like a Groundhog Day type game, like a time loop. I'm sold. Well, there, there's another time loop game later on, but. um, So she, she, she lands on this planet and she keeps reliving the same events, including her death over and over again. But every time she dies and wakes up, the planet changes.
0: I think that's a pretty interesting concept. It takes the the time loop and
1: makes it something interesting. Uh, The question is, is it really a time loop or just a progression of her self, I guess, Uh, of theories on this game now? I don't know. We'll we'll have to
0: see in 2021 or whenever it comes out um i got really excited for this one because this next game um because i saw sack boy the protagonist in the little big planet games and i love little big planet it's a side scrolling fun game <laughs>
1: but this this is called sack boy a big adventure it's developed by sumo digital and it's a 3D platformer, not a 2D side side scroller. So I mean I'm still probably gonna play it, but it it doesn't capture my attention as much as
0: the original Little Big Planet. Uh have you played any little big planet games? I don't think you have. Nope. I think you haven't okay. played five minutes of one when I went to your house one time and that was a okay. They're they're fun games, but uh, we'll go on to the next game.
1: The next game is by Lucid Games. Lucid Games. It's called Destruction All Stars. Um, it's like a destruction derby, but um, like you can drive vehicles around or like go on foot. From what I can tell in the trailer, uh, the particle effects are
2: are absolutely insane in this game. Uh, I think this is. Another graphical high point for the of the p s five reveal uh we'll we'll have to
0: see how fun the game actually is when it comes out. It sounds pretty interesting to me
1: uh I think that I'll put a few hours into the multiplayer if they have online multiplayer. I assume they will uh another game called Tina Bridge of spirits <clears throat>
0: Adorable, all, all these descriptions are from GameSpot. Uh, an adorable adventure game developed by Ember Lab. It features pixel-like visuals, magical abilities, and enemies. Platforming and discovery will play a major role, as will herding up small cute creatures. There will also be dangerous monsters that stand in your way. This one didn't capture my attention that much. It seemed like sort of a generic adventure game to me. But who knows, we might be able to see we might see a little bit more, and it might be interesting. I
2: don't know. Uh, <laughs> I love this next game. <laughs> this and another game that I haven't mentioned yet are two of the 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 most
1: interesting of the reveal, but not in not necessarily in a good way. <laughs> this one's called Goodbye Volcano High, and I
0: I think I I think I just need to read the description. It says starring fantasy creatures in a hand-drawn art style. Goodbye Volcano High is an emotional game set in the end of an era. It will arrive in 2021. It'll also feature a unique and indie-style soundtrack, if the trailer is accurate. So they're all dinosaurs and they go to high school and do high school stuff, but they're going to die at the end of High school because uh, the meteor's coming. From what I, right. I can tell. All right, so the last like two minutes we're gonna have to hear you because my mom called because my family was also called me. That's cool. You were talking it? about and uh, uh, we're hurting up small cute creatures and and I mean
1: like the Pixar graphics and everything. Yeah, I I'm gonna skip that one. That one was boring. I didn't have anything to say about it. All right, I'm going to continue.
0: Okay, this next one is called uh, Goodbye Volcano High. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely an interesting one, to say the least. Um, it says, starring fantasy creatures in a hand-drawn art style, Goodbye Volcano High is an emotional game set in the end of an era. It will arrive in 2021 and feature a unique and indie-style soundtrack, if the trailer is accurate. So, I think I'm that emotional games... Uh <laughs> this I it's not for me. I'll I'll go ahead and say that. It's it's about dinosaurs that go to high school. Okay, yeah, never mind. But they're like anthropomorphic dinosaurs. Oh. <laughs> um, you had then you lost me, because I'm like, yeah, emotional <laughs> games depending on what this I'm Anthropomorphic dinosaurs, and <laughs> then you just lost me. So they do, they do normal high school stuff, but <laughs> from from what I can tell about the trailer, uh, they're gonna die eventually. Well, of course, they're dying. Like, but like, yeah. that's that's a big part of the story. I guess at the end of high school, they they all die. So nothing that you do in the game matters. So, what's the point? <laughs> I don't know why they showed this off. Yeah. And, and you know, it, there are people that will play it. And that's fine. And there are people that will love it, probably. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? This old, like, dinosaur TV show that was, like, when our parents were kids. And it was it, I forgot what it was. Dinosaurs? You know yeah, maybe. And you may know it from the name with the one in high school asking his dad what year it is. And I was like, Dad, why are we counting the years down? What are we counting towards? He's like, I don't <laughs> know, son. Maybe you're not supposed to ask that. Are they like puppets? Yeah. Yeah, dinosaurs. I, I freaking love that show. It's coming to Disney Plus. I'm going to watch it every single episode. It's actually really funny. Um, but, yeah, you could draw that conclusion, except they're all in, like, a 2D art style. So, that does sound interesting, though. It, it in concept in theory it sounds interesting. I, you you just you have to watch the trailer because it looks like fanfic that a a nine ninth grade f- furry high school girl would draw in her notebook. And and I'm not criticizing that. I'm not criticizing that. I'm I want to make that very clear. Uh, but it's not something that I want to play on. It's not something that should be showcased on a uh, next-gen... The, they, they call it the future of gaming. I don't, I don't see how that's the future of gaming. In concept, it sounds interesting of hand-drawn art style and emotional game. Like, I can get behind that. And then it starts getting weird. And you start losing me with anthropomorphic dinosaurs in high school. And I'm just, wait. What even Dude. dream is this? There, there, there's another weird game that we'll get to. Um, oh, I can't wait for this. I think I need to move on. <laughs> uh, the next game is Onworld Soulstorm. It's, uh, it says it's been develop- in development for years and will now release on PS5. The new technology hasn't compromised the series' classic character designs or sense of humor, though it does look surprisingly dark and intense. Mm-hmm. World games are... <laughs> They're a little bit like they're not something that I play all the time, but like they're 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 fun, you know. I don't know if you've ever played any of them. What's the one I might have? So I mean they're 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 fun. It's not something that I'm looking forward to, but you know, if it's cheap, I might pick it up. <laughs> uh this next one really looks good to me. It's a new Bethesda game. It's called Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, that's over. okay. <laughs> Ghostwire Tokyo, which was first shown at E3 2019 and a memorable unveiling. We saw our first look at gameplay this time, including a look at a twisted and changing world overrun with spirits. This game is in first person and looks far different from Tango's Tango Gameworks'
2: previous titles and it arrives in 2021. Uh, this game looks
0: so much fun. Mm -hmm. and i am super excited for it like you look like it looks like uh you're, you're going around and just like killing these slender man looking things with like
1: magic and i know that sounds horrible but it's it looks like so much fun it looks like doom
0: but with magic I've known you for seventeen years, and you've always retained the same ability to describe things. <laughs> yeah, and I'm 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 sitting here reading from a list that isn't uh, it doesn't describe the trailers very well. I'm just trying to, and I'm doing it from memory. You know, I watched this like how long has it been? A week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So you know. But it, this game looks cool. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, jet the Far Shore. It, the world is shown as dreary, but a rocket fires into space and shows a series of satellites that appear to hold some sort of future for the planet. Hundreds of years later, a small ship flies to a much more vibrant
1: land. Uh, it's The story sounds interesting, I guess. That sounds like Planet of the Apes yeah kind of i guess except at the beginning i don't think the world was you know like kind of in yeah the world wasn't in ruin at the beginning
0: it's it sounds more like wally to me (laughs) yeah Wally. i like wally except the point of wally was they were going to return to earth at some point i'm gonna i'm gonna google this game real quick and
1: make sure it's the one that i'm thinking of because there was another game that uh, oh, I'm just waiting for another weird yeah. game. No, this isn't. This isn't what okay. I was thinking. Of. Um, this one does look kind of cool. Uh, just the the uh the worlds look
0: cool, and I think it'll be fun to explore those. Uh, Godfall. I'm you You've know I'm hyped for this. For mm-hmm. Yeah. for the box and. Year max done stuff with borderlands i've loved borderlands since the first one i've been a big fan i love it i just absolutely love it yeah it, it looks like a like a lunar slasher game i'm so excited you'll be able to unlock godlike armor to defeat powerful foes it'll be out this holiday season uh that's day one pickup obviously it looks great Solar ash from the creators of Hyperlight Drift. It was announced for p s five The hostile world seems to reject the protagonist. <laughs> oh excuse me, <clears throat> I just joked on my own spit and there are mentions of a void before the demonstration transitioned to the gameplay, and there was not a whole lot of gameplay and what what little gameplay there was was not that interesting. It looked like something that could have been on uh on like honestly the Wii like it looks like a WiiWare
1: game, you know, like oh, the sure. downloadable the the downloadable Wii games that like they they weren't good enough to put on a disc, but like they still wanted it on the console, yeah
0: that's what oh, that looks yeah. like be optimistic about this. Maybe it will get better as we see more stuff right. every time. I'm gonna catch my own words later on, Maybe, but still I'm probably be optimistic. Um I think I mean, you know, you could be right. We 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 didn't see a whole
2: lot of it. The way that they hyped it up, though because they, they had like the developers talking about it before they showed the trailer, and they hyped it up as
0: something. It was going to be huge and, like, revolutionary storytelling, and, but, you know, it, it doesn't look that interesting. I know you're probably excited for this next one, a new Hitman game, Hitman 3. Yes. With a cinematic trailer showing a very elusive Agent 47, several settings are shown, including a giant mansion and a dark forest. It's out next January
1: and will conclude the rebooted trilogy. Oh, man, just in time for my birthday. Yep. Yeah. A new. Well, do you have anything else to say about Hitman Three? I haven't seen the trailers,
0: but I love Hitman. Hopefully, it'll be good. You can never get tired of Hitman, though. There's. Well, you. Can. I need to go back and 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 play them. Oh, it's. I've, right. I've only played a little bit of Hitman Two and. Uh, no,
1: not very much. Do. Mm. we need to you need to come over and we can just sit down and play that man one day that sounds fun I'm down when all this COVID's over <laughs> yeah
0: um a new Astro game was shown during the event called Astro's Playroom it's being developed by Japan Studio but only a brief glimpse of gameplay was shown this is in the same franchise as like the
1: Astro Bot game for PSVR but it's a non-VR game. I don't have the Astro Black game. Um, but you know,
2: I've played the demo and it I mean it's pretty fun. It's this isn't something that I'm looking forward to, but you know, it could it could surprise. me. Yeah.
0: Uh next game is called Little Devil Inside, an adventure game with a unique aesthetic as well as plenty of mystical creatures it features a mix of stealthy exploration, direct combat, and even hunting wild creatures like dragons. There'll be numerous settings including frozen tundras and cities. This has my interest. Yeah. Um honestly, I can't picture what it was. I'm going to Google it real quick. Uh it's called Little Devil Inside. And I want to uh to look at the images to refresh my memory a little bit. Oh this is okay. Yeah this is the one with like the cartoony art style but it, it definitely looks really cool and it looks like it'll be fun to 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 do like a lot of exploration type stuff. I I, I hope the world's
2: big enough and like <laughs> different, that the regions are different enough to actually warrant exploration.
1: Um, then, you know,
2: NBA 2K21 got its first teaser. Uh, I mean, it's an NBA game. You, you kind of know what you're
0: going to get. The in-engine footage featured impressive sweat effects on players with individual beads clearly dripping down their faces. All right, I'm back okay <laughs> i didn't know that you were gone i was still talking yeah every time someone comes in like they're yelling for me i'll be back but you now i was coming back and you're continuing to talk but the last thing you're talking yeah. about was the thing of like hunting and wild animals and killing dragons and stuff and frozen tundras yeah so that that's uh little devil inside it's that had my interest yeah so it, it's got kind of a cartoony art style but it, it looks like it'll be fun to explore the I mean as long as it's a big map and the areas are different enough to warrant exploration I think it'll be a pretty fun game the story I mean I don't know how good the story is but yeah maybe we'll see more of it later on. <laughs> NBA 2K21 got it's first teaser uh, it's an NBA game you kind of know what you're going to get but The image and footage was pretty impressive. It showed like individual
1: beads of sweat dripping down the players' faces. All All right, let's try this again. You were talking about the new NBA. Yeah, uh, NBA Two K Twenty One got its first teaser with the NBA games. You kind of know what you're gonna get,
0: but uh, the in-engine footage was pretty impressive. Uh, it it showed like sweat dripping down the players' faces, individual beats of sweat. Uh, it the graphics looked pretty good, no. and I mean it's an NBA game, so I'm say- if you're into that sort of thing. Is I don't really play any of the 2K games or any of the NBA sports games or whatever. But Mm -hmm. the only one I've ever found interesting is NBA Jam. And that's mainly because you can put the two political parties up against each other. And settle political parties the way they're meant to be. (laughs) NBA Jam is actually a really fun game. I do like
1: sports games, but not enough to buy them every year. I don't own a sports game. Um... The NBA games are fun, but I think the newest one that I have is like Two K Sixteen.
0: Uh I might buy this one just to have a sports game on PS Five. Who knows? Um. This <laughs> this next one. Do you do you, do you remember Octodad?
1: Yes. Or have you have you heard of it? I know what Octodad is. Okay, so this is this is by the creators of Octodad. What and you it's, it's, what <laughs>
2: the You were talking about the game by the creators of October. Yeah. So <laughs> this game, this game looks great. Um. It, it looks like. Anything else? Is this gonna be the other weird game you were talking
0: about earlier? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I'm I'm taking some screenshots from the trailer right now, and I'm I'm gonna send them to you. That's uh. <laughs> it. He, oh my gosh! This this really this game. Unironically. Demonstrates the power of the next generation of consoles. Like you can tell just by looking at it. Like I, I, I cried. And I'm just sitting here thinking, all oh, this from Octodad. I cried whenever I first watched this trailer. So, so it's called Bug Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and it has, it has a really catchy
2: a uh, catchy tune associated with it. Um, I'm sending you.
0: A, yeah, I'm sending you the screenshots. <laughs> I I just took one because it was quick. But basically, you're on an island, right? And you
1: play as food. What? <laughs> you play as food, but the food is also bugs. They're 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 bug snacks. So like they're alive. So your Simba's meal in the wine? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. getting. Well, no, uh, my favorite part. I sent you the screenshot of like the, the, the the walrus thing. Yeah, the walrus thing holding the the strawberry bug snack. Um, a couple of seconds later, that that strawberry is in that walrus's stomach. <laughs> I I love this. This is this looks great. It's food. Um that's what you you
0: you're It has a really, really, really annoying uh annoying song
2: jingle associated with it. That was what I was looking for. Um and I'm not gonna play it. Copyright. because
0: that would take a lot of effort and it's annoying and it'll get stuck in my head. And probably be copyrighted. <laughs> uh, it's it's original. I doubt it would get copyrighted. Maybe. I can try and sing it. No. I'm not gonna do that. Um so <laughs>
1: another another thing that, that I love about this game is that the the bug snacks, whatever food they're supposed to be that's
2: all that they can say. So, like, What's they're... Like Pokemon? The, Pokemon, yeah.
0: So they're, like, hamburger, <laughs> bug snacks, and... Got catch all and all. I guess, man. I don't even know. But they're, like, hamburger, bug snacks, and they just run around going, burger, burger, burger. <laughs> it's the funniest trailer I've ever watched. You know what, though? I hope it finds its audience, and I hope people enjoy it. You're probably part of <laughs> yeah, You know what, maybe. I there was I, I I had a lot of internal conflict going on where I was like, okay, do I wanna buy this and play it just because it's coming out on PS5? Or is this like a game that I should be ashamed of even thinking about buying? Oh, you shouldn't buy it. You cried over the trailer and everything. I yeah yeah it'll be it'll be emotionally uh, just a gripping journey. I can't even I can't even joke about this man. It's, it, game of the year contender, obvious game of the year contender. Yeah, it has gone on for too long. The next oh, game. I don't know, man. That anthropomorphic dinosaurs in high school. I I I just don't. You know, there, there are probably people that are going to like these games. I just don't understand what they're doing at a PS5 Future of Gaming Showcase. Because if this is... I don't know, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. This is gone on too long. Uh, Demon's Souls remake is the next game.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it looks really good compared to the original Demon's Souls. Obviously, because that came out on what PS3... Uh, and, you know, I've been wanting to get into this series, so this, this can be my starting point. Um, obvious graphical improvements and, you know, stories probably, yeah, the story's probably about the same, but I haven't played the first one, so. Uh, this next one is by Arcane Studios. It's, it's called Deathloop. It was first shown at E3 2019. In the game, assassins are engaged in an ongoing duel, and it retains the studio's well-known first-person stealth. However, things can go awry and require plenty of firepower, and you can restart the loop to rectify things. So it's
2: like, yeah, it looks cool. The 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 gameplay looks really
1: fun, too. Uh, I'm definitely excited for this one. Man, maybe I should watch the stream. You should. <laughs> there are a lot of cool games in it. And then the bad games,
0: or the games that I presume to be bad, I'm not going to call them bad games because they aren't out yet, but those are still fun to watch. Um, Then we have Resident Evil Village, which is the eighth <laughs> Resident Evil game. Uh, It looks really, really good, like, graphic-wise and story-wise. Um, from what we can tell. I love Resident Evil 7. All that I can hope for is VR support because we know that PSVR is going to, like, the, the PSVR that we have now is going to work on PS5. So I'm hoping for some sort of VR support for this game because I played the entirety of Resident Evil 7 in VR and I loved every freaking minute of it. And you also supposedly cried the first time you tried to play the demo for Resident Evil. 2. Yeah. I I might have been exaggerating when I said that, but I I didn't I didn't cry, but I screamed really loud. Like, did you put five minutes into it? I did. It took me a few tries. I had to play it without VR first. But like once I got into the actual game,
1: it I was fine. It. Like it was just a demo. No, okay. okay. I just don't want to scream and, like, scare everyone else in my house. They would have laughed. Probably. Um,
0: a post-apocalyptic game set in a world where cats are now holograms, horrifying natural disasters, wreck the world of Pragmata, which is also the title of the game. No, we see a man in a space suit, I assume not. We see a man in a space suit get thrown into the air along with several cars, and he then finds himself on the moon with little explanation. It'll arrive in 2022. This one uh, looks like, it looks like a Death Stranding type game just because there's barely anything that we know about it from the first look at it, but it still looks freaking amazing.
1: I'm still thinking about holographic cats. Why are the cats holograms? We don't know. Will I finally be able to have a pet cat that won't give me an allergy that So, something that I noticed, it, it looks like the- it, it kind of looks like a
0: decomposing cat underneath the holograms. I don't know. It might be a dead cat, but yeah. Um. Then, the last game that was revealed was Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Great game. Um, it featured impressive environments and fauna. A plague appears to be, a a plague appears to be, yeah, a plague appears to be causing local wildlife to die Often, she must race to discover what is causing it before it's too late. She'll be able to explore underwater and discovers secrets beneath the surface. One well, also seems interesting. The thing with the first one is, there was you know, a lot of animals and everything, and it, was, and it was hacking into those. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see
1: how much of a role that's going to play in this new one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, she was riding her. All right. Full disclosure: I've never played the first Horizon Zero Dawn.
2: I plan on it though. Uh, but she was riding her little robot
1: thingy that's that's on the cover of the first game. So I I can only oh. assume that they'll be back. <laughs> uh, the
0: two PS5 consoles were revealed. Um, it comes in two configurations: PS5 and PS5 Digital, no, as the name I implies. Yes, that joke has been done to death, and I will not have you uttering the those words in my I think I saw sacred podcast. I know. I'm sorry.
1: We didn't get a price or release date just yet. <laughs> we didn't get a
0: price or release date just yet, but Sony said that's coming later. Uh, I freaking love the design for this because it looks like the future, and that's what I've, it looks. It looks
2: like like. Do you remember? I don't know if you ever did this, but when I was little, I would always Google like the Wii
0: Two or like Xbox Seven Twenty, and and look at the pictures and Google images just to see what they would look like. <laughs> this looks what Xbox Seven Twenty. <laughs> this looks like. Did you do that, or was that just me? That was just you. And instead okay. of the Wii Two, we got the Wii U, which <laughs> yeah. some people try to forget about. And now we have a toaster in the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay so that might have just been me. But this this is what I would picture. This this seems like something that would come up when I Google PS five. <laughs> like if I Googled it before it was if I Googled it before it was revealed, you know what I mean. I'm just not good at talking. I I I love it. It looks futuristic, and that's what I have wanted in a console. Yeah, it'll probably look ugly if you if you have it sitting in your TV room, but I don't care because it it looks cool.
1: I don't know, man. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, we've we've gone over the whole PS Five showcase. Uh, we are
0: about an hour in so let's let's go ahead and start talking about last of us two uh that like i nice said earlier. yeah that was that was more of a a preface an at, introduction what well, we're doing yeah so you're you're taking it a little bit more slow have you explored all of Seattle uh downtown Seattle yeah I've gotten the achievement for the trophy for but... Yeah, I saw that that was a trophy, but I haven't gotten it yet.
1: Um, I've been playing, and I, I don't want to talk about spoilers, I've been playing a lot of this game.
0: Like, I played it all day today, and most of the night, last night, I was playing it until like... Probably about two or three in the morning, which is that's pretty. That's for you, that's off late in general. Yeah. That's probably the way it to stay up in quarantine. Well, I had to, I had to down a couple of energy drinks. But,
1: um, anyways, my point is, is that I am loving this game so far.
0: I can't wait to find out what happens next. As soon as we're done recording this, I am going to hop on my PlayStation and play it looks great I'm, you moved yeah. on it for the first time and after the explanation of some of events out in the first one this doesn't have yeah. spoilers or anything you're just you just get on the horse and you're riding looking through the forest and i'm like man this looks great and everything now just imagine what it's going to look like on the ps5 and everything mm-hmm. and that's that's what i was thinking the loading times even on this are like almost non-existent. I I can't think of a single loading screen other than like whenever I die. I've only had one problem with the game. Yeah, that's my main. In English. Right, I know what you're talking about. That's my main criticism of the game is that it's very. There are a lot of glitches. I've only had one. So, game. so I've had
2: a few. Um. So can you can you explain what happened to you? So,
0: basically, the world didn't load. I could see some stuff off in the distance, but it was more so just, like, bits of it. I could see the lights of a town, but I couldn't see the town. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on there. I'll just ignore it for a minute. then I got, like, 45 yards further along the road, and then it just kind of dropped off into a gray nothingness. And I'm like, huh. I don't know what's going on, so I had to restart my game. Yeah, uh, I might have the video of
1: that that you sent me. I don't know. I'll add it to the video on YouTube if I do. But um, yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of glitches, like uh, you know, textures not loading correctly.
0: <laughs> um, whenever I picked up the stun grenade for the first time, the the texture on that was didn't load. Um and that's happened a couple of times with like random books and stuff that I've picked up. I mean the texture won't load immediately when I pick it up, but after a second it'll load. Yeah, it, it loads, but like it it should it should have loaded by the time you picked it up, you know. And it's not that big of a problem. It's not a big problem. I mean, if that's if that's the biggest criticism of the game that I have, you know, it's it's, I mean, it's not that big of a criticism. So, all it's, been, it's been out for barely 24 hours at this point. Right. Yeah, a little over a day. So, you know, they have patches and stuff, I'm sure that'll it come out eventually, but uh, I also had a really funny glitch. I know that I have videos of this one. Uh, uh, I think it was a stalker was coming after me and I shot it right as it was like killing me. And so it was dead, uh, but the the cutscene that plays as Ellie gets like killed <laughs> still
2: still plays. But uh, it this bad luck on your end. And I think it was, but the amazing timing. Yeah, but the uh, the stalker wasn't in the cutscene, so it was just like Ellie being attacked by an invisible monster. I know I have the video for that, I'll add that. Um, but you know, that's if that's the biggest criticism of the game we have, we're we're pretty good because and I, I, I
1: really am loving this game. Uh, the story has had me at the edge of my seat. It's made me laugh. It's I you know what, I'm gonna be honest, I've cried twice in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna try and cover it up for um, once was like a couple hours ago when I was playing. Mm,
0: so I'm and I'm sure... That, yeah. No. I'm sure that but, I will
1: cry but, again. I know it's the just, first part where you probably could. Yes. And you can't... We can't mention it, but... Um, <sighs> yes. you 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 definitely know. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure that you did too.
0: Because I remember texting you and you're all happy and stuff. Like, oh man, this looks cool. And I'm like, I'm sad. I'm shut <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. I was. God, I hated that part. But and it was okay. I can't talk about it. But something I like. Um, when you in her journal afterwards. She wrote stuff about it and a song about it. Yeah, she a lot. That happens with a lot of the events in the game. Yeah, that's a journal. Because Joel also had his own journal in the first one. And could right, the Right. I actually forgot about that until you mentioned it. Um and that's I love that because it helps you get more into the mindset of the character of what are thinking. Yeah. And how and, people and I'm really loving like just picking up notes that people have left behind and reading and learning about them. These random characters that you don't even meet in the game. I you still get like by the end of the note, you're you're wondering what happened to them, and you're hoping oh, that they're okay, yeah. probably. And sometimes they are. Sometimes they're the notes found in their rotting corpse. but the detail that this game goes into with the story is insane because a lot of elements of the story are really subtle, and you'll miss them. Unless you're looking for them. So I feel like that also gives the game a lot of replayability because whenever I'm going through it the second time, I'm going to find all kinds of different uh, notes and messages and stuff that I didn't find the first playthrough. Yeah. I think that that's definitely going to keep me interested. Is there an achievement for finding all the notes and stuff or no? Yeah. Oh, I a trophy. The yeah. That's well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a, a wiki guide on... Oh, same game. So, I skimmed one earlier on, like, just collectibles. Okay. I haven't gone into it. I was just, like, areas that I've already been to. And I saw that there were two cards that I already missed. And I'm like, man,
1: I could go back and get them, but I'm already too far away in my opinion to go. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been looking at the guides. I think I've gotten one achievement or trophy
0: for uh, uh, collecting trading cards and that was just like the data. starter yeah yeah and then I think the second one you get for it is collecting all of them if there is a second one. mm mm-hmm. I'm sure there is. Uh but even the trading cards are fun to read. I will say this there's one thing I'm disappointed with in the trading cards. And it's what? That I can't fight people with the trading cards. It gives them stats of intelligence yeah. and how strong they are, I want to fight people, so something else that is really cool is the guitar. I don't know if you messed around
2: with the guitar though yeah. I have I learned the, the play guitar on acoustic version of Zaygon, and that was a nice yes.
1: yes um i I love the guitar because i I play a little bit i r l and I can tell like. Whenever she's playing
0: chords in the game, she's using the right fingerings, which is something that you—I didn't really think that they would put a whole lot of thought uh, in the. twenty, they're not savages. Yeah, but that's something that requires so much thought for and an attention to detail because there are tons of chords and variations that you can play and. Like, just to to get her to get all the fingerings right on something that a lot of people like the guitar, you only play
1: a couple of times in the game, so far at least, uh, unless you actually want to. Well, so you you can
0: find guitars just out in the world, like the one where you give me a take back that whole scene, which I don't know if you found or not, did you? No. Yeah. So you told me about it. And, yeah. So I'm assuming there's more that you can find, but you're not exploring the map or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I it's just amazing that that much attention was put into something that like a lot of people are gonna skip by. And I think that's that's a really good way to sum up this game. Uh,
1: there's a lot of detent detention A lot of attention in places that uh, most average uh, players aren't even gonna see. Just with a, with all the collectibles scattered through the world, it's it makes it a lot of fun. And then
0: like just normal collectibles, and there's like forty eight cards, and then there's all the pins and stuff too. There's a mm-hmm. lot. Of there's and. Uh, that's definitely gonna keep me occupied for another playthrough. But the story is so gripping and the way that the way that uh the yeah, the way that it's
1: told is really unique and that you you find yourself making decisions um
2: that you you find Ellie like
0: making decisions that you don't want her to make but you still have to to play as her while she's carrying out those decisions. And it's really
2: hard to play. Right? Yeah. The. okay, go ahead and say what you were gonna say about the setting, sorry. I was just
0: talking about the setting of the game and like how it's kind of this post apocalyptic world and everything. And they use that because in the Gameplay, you can get the infected like clickers and stuff to attack just normal enemies, which has helped some right. Well, I've also loved exploring, like, the like you were at the museum just now,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the abandoned areas uh, that have been abandoned because it's like a post apocalyptic yeah. world. It's fun to explore, like, museums. There was an arcade at one point. And you gotta it's fun to it's, explore those areas. At that point, it has been a post-apocalyptic world for well over 20 years, because Ellie in the, in the second one is about 18 or 19, around that. And yeah. she was born during the apocalypse, so it's been going on for
1: well over 20 years, probably. Right. Or just about 20 years. Mm-hmm yeah and at the time you can see her talking about all this
0: stuff she's like I heard Joel talk about this before the outbreak started it must have been crazy to see and it really gets you a mindset man. she
1: and her friends grew up in the apocalypse mm-hmm. yeah it's and it's really crazy to like I'm trying to think about something that I could mention without spoiling so like the theater is a section of the game. Um and it's I, I really don't want to go into spoiler territory. It's no I'm just don't mention it. Hang
2: on. I just uh I just disconnected my headset on accident. It's mm-hmm. okay.
1: The theater
0: they they even mention like it it's crazy to think
1: about seeing movies here because and it's not even like, a movie theater. Right. Well, because they they grew up in the time after movie theaters mm-hmm. had like all closed down. Yeah. Anything I don't know, else? it's go ahead Yeah, go ahead. I was I've forgotten that one, so go ahead. Okay. I <laughs> well I I was just gonna say it's it's really wild to think about uh how they like grew up in that time. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember. What I was gonna say. I'll remember it in a minute. Uh, well. Hey. And- hear me now yeah okay i don't know what that was
0: all about i'm gonna have to edit that out yeah I was, I was
2: sort of rambling anyways mm-hmm. all right go ahead and i'll just edit this section out.
0: so it's something i like and you pointed this out as well they have playstation 3s because there are some places that still have electricity so they can you know have a tv and play games mm-hmm. now, the last it was two or two it's come out at the time of the PlayStation 4 and a lot of developers would have just put the current console there but they didn't they have a PlayStation 3 because at the time that the outbreak and everything started it was just the PlayStation 3 so instead of seeing you know current generation consoles you see what was around you know 20 years ago at the time of the game yeah yeah that was a really interesting thing uh that I discovered, like, in the first little area, uh, that was kind of my first exposure to to the level of detail and care that the developers
1: have put into this game. And that she was using a walk-in to listen to music. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm loving this game, and I, I do want to talk about Ellie's relationship with Dina, because... It's it's one of my favorite aspects of the game because it's <laughs> I I ship a Josh. I wanna be honest. I really do. Do you? Yeah. I am though. <laughs> I am into it. And I'll tell you why I'm
0: into it, because in the first game, it was just Ellie and Joel. They were like loners. And Tommy a little bit.
1: Um, and, um... Brothers, they were there for a good. Bit. Yeah, but not for girls. Well. Right, but at the end of the day, it was just Ellie and Joel. Well, his entire and, mission
0: was to get Ellie to the Firefly base and hospital and everything. Right, and I. But what I'm saying is that the the main dynamic of the first game was Ellie and Joel. Right, mm-hmm. so. No matter what happened in the first game, they always stuck together. They never left each other's sides, even like towards the end. Uh, Joel was reluctant to give her up to the Fireflies, and then he
1: went back and then, he got her. And then he went back and got her. It
0: so there was that dynamic in the first game, and now Ellie's older, and she doesn't need Joel for
1: protection, and now Did she has her own the first one she had yeah. handle herself if you like no. no I mean what was what was well one of the biggest
0: parts of the first game was her uh and the latest though. yeah I her, forgot about that the yeah. until just now oh, her yeah, well there was died. that and then there was a big part where uh
2: she killed someone for the first time and it, it really had a toll on her I love
0: that scene. I remember, this is just a walk-down memory today. Because it's great. It's like, you know, a 14-year-old kid killing a person for the first time in their life. And then there is the time with the cannibals, and it's like, you know, that guy, you think, is like, man, he's going to rape her and everything. And then after that scene, for the next little bit of the game, Ellie isn't her normal self. She's just sitting there like, man, all of that happened. Mm -hmm. And then you don't really see her start to return to her normal self until after she's with Joel and she sees the giraffes close to the Firefly Hospital. Right. Oh, man, the world's still a cool place. So she has, like, a, a companion by her side the whole game. And now she's older and she has her own group of friends and she's you know exploring her her love life because you know
1: she's she's older she's sure, you know, developing yeah she's developing crushes on people and relationships with people, and Dina has always been by her side in the game, They've even since she got there uh the town. yeah, even even before. Like they, they took off on their uh, big adventure she she was always still like by her side, even when they were still in well they were in the same country right but there there was still that
0: like i said the the Joel dynamic she had the same dynamic with Dina as she did with Joel
1: where they they kind of stuck by each other mm-hmm. so. Whenever she leaves the safety of
0: Jackson and goes, goes out into the real world where, where there are wolves and scars and and infected,
1: she, she has Dina by her side the whole time. That's another thing too that I was talking about,
0: like, in the game you can hear them talking, like how oh, Ellie's talking about how she grew up in a quarantine zone and everything and Nina didn't grow up in a quarantine zone and how uh, inside a quarantine can be just as bad as outside with, you know, groups right. attacking and, you know, bombings happening and everything and just mm-hmm. the Fedra being Fedra and terrible about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was one of my favorite scenes. If you're a uh... If I'm thinking of the same one that you're thinking of, inside of the church, or not the church, the 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 synagogue, yeah. Your on. Yeah, sorry, I I just forgot the word. I swear, I'm not an anti-Semite. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, inside of the synagogue, where there, where she's talking about, uh, her sister, Dina's sister, mm-hmm. and how how they grew up and like her sister would have loved to have the Torah because theirs was like all messed up I that Half that feels like yeah it it uh it it seems like a really important moment in
2: their relationship mm-hmm. and so I I, I just love way that way scene on their way from Jackson
0: to Seattle you can see Ellie writing about her feelings and how she started
1: to fall in one with yeah yeah, and there, there are uh, a lot more emotional
0: things that happen later on in the story mm-hmm. uh, with it's their relationship, spoilery. but I'm not going to talk about those here. That's a bit too spoilery. Yeah. So uh, that sums up my thoughts on the game.
1: I'm loving it so far. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So
0: I'm going to run through the next couple of stories real quick because yeah, right. we're already
1: at an hour and a half, yeah, we got give or take. So Cyberpunk is delayed um, Cyberpunk.
0: by a couple of months. So like November 19th, I think it was. Yeah. I, I'm not going to read their whole statement. They just want to make sure that everything's working properly. Because it's yeah. a big game, it's made, but they said there's a difference between ready at launch and being prepared to launch. They just want to make sure that they can deliver right. the best that they can on launch day. And I'm okay with that, I can wait. Uh, it's, uh, it's bittersweet, because you're like, man, they're really taking care to put time and effort into this game instead of just giving us a product that's going to be glitchy and
1: everything. And then yeah. I want this game to come out, but yeah, it's like of course
2: of course we're disappointed. Like we want it to come out as soon as
1: possible, but not at the expense of the game. Yeah. Um EA announces a new skate game. Uh, I'm super excited
0: for this because I love the skate games. I the first time I ever played a skate game was inside of a zoomies. <laughs> Um you probably love this. Have you seen the video of Tony Hawk commenting on the different moves and the skate? Yeah, I actually have. Um, have you listened to Tony Hawk? He was on Joe Rogan. He talked about
1: uh the development of pro skater, which uh, kind of kind of launched him to fame. With Gary Pine, where mm-hmm. you see Claire Perry
0: without a stat, and then was like, Oh, Tony you, Hawk, you've seen without a skateboard.
1: Like, that's just a guy. He picks up a skateboard. Oh man, that's so Hawk. Yeah. So, Tony Hawk, that like the pro skater games um, sort of career.
2: Like I mean, it it didn't start up his career. Well, I mean, he had a career beforehand, but popular as he, got, he is today. He wasn't yeah. like
1: how many people were watching UFC Games? a lot. Yeah, about that. You know, he said that like uh he he. he I, I don't know. I, he said it in a way that doesn't make him sound egotistical, but like the pro skater games kind of turned a lot of people on to to extreme sports and skateboarding and stuff. Mm-hmm. But
0: I'm 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 excited for the uh, skate four or whatever it'll be called.
1: Are you? Uh, sure. I've never really played any of them, but this one definitely seems interesting. is a thing. Uh it's not like a battlefront shooter type game, but it, it is interesting. Yeah it looks in um it looks like so oh I gotta get the flag stick for this. I have to find flag stick and everything. Oh yeah you do. Um it's um, oh, high five You're, no not something. I'll get an X-ray file and so I'm not, not I'm mm-hmm. a excited. Uh give me a second. Give me a sec. That's not fine. I'm just not out there. Okay. Give me a second. Um the up the audio recording software. Nothing. It's because I have so.
0: I have 16 gigs of RAM. This shouldn't be happening. How many tabs do you have open? Uh. Shady websites you are you visiting? Uh,
1: I don't know. I'm not going to say that now because it's recording again. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, I. But so it's it's all the ads. <laughs> okay, we should be good though. Uh, Star Wars Squadron. It it looks like a dog fighting simulator. Um, and it looks fun. So I'm I'm gonna play it. You're gonna lose every fight we get yeah. into. Maybe. Not maybe. That's a possibility. Well, it's okay. we'll see. You you seem to think so. You seem to be pretty sure. ...of that, so... I find you like a lack of faith disturbing. That's okay. I can live with that. Um, And then the last story is... Crash Bandicoot 4... ...has, uh... ...been leaked. All but revealed, basically. It's, uh... ...you know, box art. We have box art. We have screenshots from the trailer. Um... A new Crash
0: Bandicoot game, uh, the first one since the PS One. I mean, it's not the first Crash Bandicoot game, but it's the first main series game. The only Crash Bandicoot game I've played was one they came out with on the DS. And that was it. So that's what I mean. Um, Even even then, we haven't had a real Crash Bandicoot game since probably like the Wii era. I mean, we had crash a new crash team racing last year, and uh, the insane trilogy, but that was just a remaster of the original games. But this is an, another mainline series game, and uh, I'm gonna plan. Um, that's gonna be all
2: for this episode. It it was kind of a little bit bumpy. Uh, we yeah, three years late. And three years late, and I know that
0: I rambled a lot during it, and we'll see how much Audacity actually captured of it. I'm skimming through the audio file, and it looks pretty good right now, but... Hopefully it won't be corrupted with, like, the unaired second episode that we had. Yeah, here. well, that, it wasn't really corrupted. It was just, like, the audio was unusable because I left Twitch open, and so the audio was, like, looping, and it was just un- unusable. But this should be good. It, it might cut out in and out a little bit, but you should at the, towards the end at least, but you should be able to get the gist. Um so that's 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 pretty much it for this podcast. We'll we'll get another one out at, at some point probably. Maybe maybe ghost of Tsushima launch if you're down. When yeah, is ghost of Tsushima
1: launch Next month, sometime, middle of next month. Mm-hmm. I think the seventeenth. Yeah, so
2: so we might uh, have our first impressions of that, and we'll we'll have
0: beaten the Last of Us 2 by then. So we can maybe do another one before then, maybe one after. Maybe if we yeah, if we want to, that's cool. There is but stuff, at looking back, at
2: the different very different least, things. yeah. Oh yeah, we we skipped Valhalla. I completely forgot about that because I didn't have it open. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's a good idea. Um, because I'm running out of storage anyways. Okay, I mean, that's gonna be it for this video, <laughs> video episode, video, whatever, podcast. Um, just keep an eye out. Uh, next month, at the latest, we might have another one in between. But look, look for another episode
1: around like July twentieth or so. Uh, that, that's it for this one. Goodbye, everyone.